In the first Yich of Parshas Kisisa, in Lukutei Sichas Chelek Aleph, the Rebbe begins to explore the events of the b- creation of the Chet Egel. And beginning with the second Pasuk in Perek Lamed Beis, where Aaron tells Bnei Yisrael to bring to him uh, the Nizmei Zav, that are in the ears of your wives and children, and they brought it to him. And then in Pasuk Dalid, it says, he took it in a cheret and he made the eagle. So the Rebbe is going to explore, firstly, what is this cheret? What is the tool that was used to create the eagle? And references to Rashi, and this is the Rashi that the Rebbe explores in depth, what is this cheret? The Rebbe points out that when Rashi brings down two interpretations in his pirush, is because the first interpretation is lacking something, that the second interpretation comes and fills it in. And also the order when, the, and when that Rashi brings down two perushim is because the first perush is stronger than the second perush, but because of the void, there's the need for the second perush. But sometimes both perushim are equally strong, and both perushim are filling in something that the other doesn't have, and that is the case over here, where both Pirushim are coming to, are equally, are an equal standing. In that, the question is, that it begs to explain is, what role did Adon have in building the eagle? On one hand, you have the Pasuk Dalad, where it says, Vayaseu Egel Masecha, that Adon actually had a hand in playing, in building the eagle. And then you have later on, when he speaks to Mesha, in Pasuk Chav Dalid, it says, I put the gold in the fire, and the eagle happened on its own, meaning that Aaron didn't have a role to play in it. And to reflect this uncertainty, was it what the role that Aaron played, did he actually make it, or did someone else make it, and, and he didn't make it, which the Psukim are not clear, Rashi brings these two Pirushim also in the Cheret. If you say the cheret is a handkerchief, a, a, a piece of cloth, and Aaron just put the gold in the cloth, and somehow the eagle look, uh, happened, but Aaron didn't have a hand in it. If you have the interpretation that a cheret is a, is a tool, is a tool that creates a figure and a form, then Aaron's role in it is more direct and more apparent. And because of this equal, equal, the equal, the equal uncertainty, or the equal certainty of Aaron's role or lack of Aaron's role in the Psukim is also reflected in Rashi's bringing down these two Pirushim in his Pirush Alatera, in the word Cheret. Then the Rebbe continues and asks the obvious question, how is it possible that Bnei Yisrael, a short time after seeing the Eberster, at Har Sinai, hearing the Asad Asadibris, especially the, the, uh, the instructions against making an Aved Zorav, the Sasal Chokopesel, could come to the point where they're building an, an eagle, they're creating an Aved Zorav. So, Rebbe points out that if you notice carefully, the, what led to the building of the Eichel was Vayada Am Kibeshish Meisha Leredes. Meisha was not coming down. And Meisha Yisha Shalorim Meret Mitzrayim, the Meisha, the person who took us out of Mitzrayim, is not here. They were looking for a replacement for Meisha, not a replacement for Kaddish Baruch and Aved And they were looking for something, something or someone, or something in this case, to lead them further towards Eretz Yisrael. Why did they choose an eagle? 
They saw it because they saw that Moshe was a Mimutza, was functioning as an intermediary between them and Eibushter. And they also saw that there was something called, that there was an entity of the Kruvim that was on top of the Aron, that also formed a, for, a sort of Mimutza. From with, through which they wish to communicate it to them. So they, in a sense, said, Bill, let's say, we can, let's create something in the form of a Kruvim that will function as an intermediary between us and the Abishta. And therefore, they came to making this mistake of seeking a replacement for Meshach Rabbeinu. And the Rebbe points out that Rashi uses the word Enosh in his Pirush over here. And the word Enosh perhaps is a reference to en- the, the days of Enosh. As the Rambam points out that Enosh, who was a, a descendant, uh, a grandson of, uh, of Adam, Harishan, if I'm, mistake, if I'm not mistaken, him, in his generation they came to, um, to, uh, to make confused between those elements in the world that function as intermediaries to run the world in a sense and they consider them that they could in some ways have some have some in, in, that they have some influence and they can in some ways be be manipulated the rabbi then goes on to explore that alpihalacha aaron did not have a role in the creating of the chet, of the eagle because when aaron mentioned to the yidden about the gold he didn't say give it to me that I have ownership over it. He said, bring. And since he said bring and he never took ownership over it, it never belonged to him. So then when he went ahead, even if he did actually have a hand in building the eagle, he, there's the rule, a person cannot make something prohibited if it doesn't belong to him. You can't take wine and transform it into yain nesach if it's not doesn't belong to you. He could not take the gold that didn't belong to him because he didn't have ownership over it and try and make it into an Avedazara. Deb then asked, L'chura, he brings from a Gemara in Avedazara that there it, it suggests that if somebody is, is interest, that an item of his should be used for Avedazara, he had a Gilui Das, he said, I want this to be used for Avedazara, and then somebody else went and used it for Avedazara. The fact that the first, the owner had, a, uh, was, had an interest or wanted it to become and use, be used for Avedazara, the person who made it into Avedazara had the right to do that. So the Rebbe actually points out, continues and says, actually according to the Rambam in, in Hilchas Avedazara, it's not enough that uh, having a gilui das by the owner, that the owner is saying, I'm interested in it being an Avedazara, isn't sufficient to empower the person who makes it into an Avedazara to transform it into an Avedazara. There has to be a deed there as well. There has to be a maisa. And, and the Abba has a whole shakla vatari in the Raman proving this point and concludes that in the case of Aaron, since the Bnei Yisrael didn't serve it as an Avedazara yet, all they said is, make it for us verbally but not with an action so then when Aaron made, made it into, into an eagle he still didn't have the ability or the, 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 the right and the ability to make it, to have, to make it into Avedazara and furthermore the Rebbe points out that uh, uh, from another halach in the Rambam in Hilchas Shechita that when somebody, a person doesn't have the ability to be to assert something that doesn't belong to him, that belongs to his fellow. Why? 
because when he's doing the act of transforming it into an isud, his intention isn't actually to transform it into an isud, his intention is to hurt the person who owns it. Litzarit. Al-Derech Aaron's intention clearly wasn't to make an Abed Zara. It was, as he says clearly, this is for the Abish to Chag Hashem. Abel Chudah, the Rebbe says, maybe Aaron did have a, have a role here in the form of, of participating in Lifnei Ivrer, Lesit and Michshel, causing somebody else to sin. And uh, over here also, so in some element, there was a participation. Over here, the Rebbe points out that Lechudah's Pasha, that the Isra of Lifnei Ivrer, Lesit and Michshel, only came about later in Pasha Kedeshim, certainly after Meshirah, which is many, was some long time after the Chet, the Egel, and certainly after Meshir came down from the mountain. With Mela at that time of Maisa Egel, there was no Isra of Lufneiv, Lesit, and Michshel. But the Rebbe concludes, Avalamash Machem, Matanas Meshav, and Meshav's argument, what did the people do to you, Maasa Lacham? It's Pasha that Aaron did have some role, Vitzarachin, because the Rebbe ends. The Rebbe concludes the Sicha with Yaina Shultera and explores the idea of a Chet. How is it possible for there to be a chet in a world where there's achtas Hashem, where the only thing that exists is the Ebishter? Elama, because the Dakos, the Dakos, there is in a market in Kedusha for this Indian, the Indian of Pirut, the Indian of distinction, distinctions, or the Indian of separation. In the fact that you have in the Torah the idea of multiple Pirushim, to the point of Shishim Panim to the point of 600,000 interpretations to the Torah, connected to 600,000 Nishamas. This is possible that a person, not Mitzad the Torah, Mitzad the person could come and interpret it and bring it down to the point of Chet Al-Derech, we find by Meishad Abbein, when he came to the Pasuk, where it says, Nasa Adam, let us make man. And he said to Ebishter, from this people come to conclude that there's a more than one Nasa, to which Ebishter said, right, whoever wants to make a mistake, make a confusion, can go ahead and do so. Placing it on the Reitzer, the person who wants to do it. Where does this come from? This comes from the Rebbe concludes from a lack of Kabbalah Seel Machushamayim. When there's a lack of Kabbalah Seel Machushamayim, this leads to making this mistake, making this pirut to the all the, all the way to the lowest form of yirida possible. And that's why the women and the children who did, had this emunah b'tekev, they did not participate in the zav or contributing the zav to the eagle. And the Rebbe concludes that through the chizuk and emunah and Kabbalah el, this strengthens the feeling of achtas Hashem in everything, to the point that when you learn Torah that has multiple pirushim, you feel that the ishakus reflects the true unity, the Achtosapshutah.